Come see what's new inside the greenhouses at Prairie Gardens. Boston Fern and Hibiscus are only $16.97. Tropical bloomers, including Mandevilla, Gardenias, and more, are 25% off. Prairie Gardens has a super deal on perennials and big one-half-gallon pots, now only $5.97. Choose from coneflowers, butterfly bush, lilies, hostas, and more. Dianthus are 30% off, and some of your favorite peony varieties are now 40% off. Prairie Gardens, locally owned. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and boutique. Good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come in and join us. The store is gorgeous. You can also phone in at 217-356-9397 to uh, call in with your questions or comments. You can also text us at 217-351-5357. We have our experts today, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning. Good morning, Steve Brown. Hey, good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. And then we have a special guest today. So special. An old friend that we love and and know so well. It's Major Randy Summit from the Salvation Army. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you could stop oh, by this morning. It's a pleasure morning. to be here again. We be- love coming out here. You bet. Good. There's a, it's a beautiful, sunny day, and uh, we have a really good reason for folks to come out to Prairie Gardens uh, because they can be a part of a fundraiser for the Salvation Army. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. We kicked it off yesterday afternoon where we've got some 10-inch pots of annuals. Like there's a few different varieties of petunias and coleus and then some mixed combo planters. And they're worth eh, 18 20 bucks, 17 bucks. I don't know what they're worth. But they're, we're selling them for $10, and the entire $10 goes to the Champaign County Salvation Army. Thank that's you. great. Yeah, that's so thanks to the people that came in yesterday after they saw the Facebook post and oh, the yeah. email that went out. But we sold it 206 of them yesterday afternoon. So there's 2060 bucks that mm-hmm. you all helped raise for the Champaign wow. County yesterday afternoon. Isn't that and awesome? we've got another... 354 that we would like to sell today if we could. Let's get them sold. So let's yeah. do it. So then, then we could raise, you know, $5,600 hopefully for the Salvation Army here in just a day and a half. Well, I'm glad I made it in this morning there early because that way I'll get a chance to purchase one or two myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Better they are hurry. beautiful, yeah. <laughs> they really are. I love the, the, the combo planter with the verbena in it. And uh, what? Uh, Lizinium. Oh, this is, this is one of those lower alphabet combo planters. It's just, <laughs> I don't, I think from what, it, this goes from Scaviola or Snapdragons on below. Yeah. I think only. Yes. Yep. We should try that sometime. Alphabet soup, yeah. We should I try don't, that. I don't think I will, but. Okay. That's All right. good. I think there's a petunia in there also that just isn't in flower yet. Boy, when those would come in full flower, those are going to be stunning. I mean, they're really pretty right now, but they're going to be stunning. Mm-hmm. And obviously yeah. you'd have to play the in and out game. Yeah, it's way too cool. Uh, just like, for a little while more. Yeah. yeah. It's too cool. Yeah. So who who knows? But they're saying by, what, towards the end of next week, that it'll be seasonal temperatures maybe. Nice. Maybe even exceed it for the high. Maybe. Yeah. So I, let's hope. I love the planters because I can get this gorgeous planter, and it's already on sale. Plus, I know all of the proceeds will go to the Salvation Army. Uh, so I have that little feel good as I'm selfish and buy it for myself. <laughs> you know, let's have a little math exercise on that note. Oh, okay, so <laughs> so on the sign it says, okay, well, the entire ten bucks goes to the Champaign County Salvation Army. So ten dollars 
just does an incredible amount of good. It's mm-hmm. phenomenal. What yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing how many services that are available. And again, I, we don't have time. This is a plant show, so we don't have time for me to tell you all the services that it provide. But even just starting with the basic, most basic needs of food service, you know, again, the need has never stopped. All the way through COVID, everything else we've done, we ser- we're still serving 50 to 60 families every single day through our food pantry and through giving away stuff. And again, th- that $10 will help at least a family with a full food order, or it may help wow. two or three families who would just come in and get a couple of things off of our uh, produce and bread tables. It'll help so many people. And again, one of the new things, that we're, of course, that we're really working on here in Champaign is all of our veteran services that we're doing now. Just the list awesome. goes on and on of, of the things that we're doing for veterans and awesome. the possibilities of the services they can get yeah. so yeah this is just such an amazing opportunity so thank you thank you i can only imagine that fundraising has been quite the challenge these past couple of years during the pandemic and yet the need has just grown even more mm-hmm. for your services it has it has and the reality is again as I've, I've said on this show i don't know how many times you know we live in a very generous community people who sure. when they know the story when they know what's going on, when they know that people are really being helped, the money comes. You know, it really does. I, I tell Melissa, the lady we have in our office now who does all of our social media and, and those kind of things, and that's what I'm always telling her. Just tell the story. Tell the story. Tell the story. Tell them what we're doing. The money will follow because people really do understand. Once they hear it, then it's like, oh, so I can really help somebody. And, oh, the money stays here. And, and oh, most of the money, 88% is what we work for. That's always our target goal. 88% goes directly to services to help people in Champaign County. So, yeah, it's a wonderful opportunity. That's wonderful. That's fabulous. Yeah, it is. All right, so swing on by Prairie Gardens, and uh, you might just want to do it today because they might sell out by the end of the day. These beautiful $10 planters. Uh, you can get petunias. You can get some, is that coleus I see? That's coleus, yeah. Beautiful. There's another uh, beautiful chocolate-colored one out there. Chocolate yes, there and is. lime. Chocolate and lime. Isn't that um, if you If they want to find out more information then about the Champaign County Salvin, Salvation Army website for we keep, we try to keep it. I'm always working to make sure they keep it simple. Uh, so it's just S A Champagne dot O R G. Yes, Salvation okay. Army. So S A Champagne dot O R G. Just that simple. Almost everything goes there, and from that site, of course, it links you to our Facebook and Twitter and all those other wonderful things out there. But that gives you the majority of the information right there, one spot. And you know the the core services, whether it's. Uh, counseling, whether it's veteran assistance, whether it's the food pantry, whether it's the toys for tots, whether it's uh, financial counseling, mm-hmm. whether it goes on and on and on, um, of course, shelter assistance. But um, you've you had to make some changes the last couple of years at the yeah. facility on North uh, Market Street. Yeah, correct? we did. We really did. Um, we're trying, again, we've been looking at, the Salvation Army always is looking to say, how can we be the most efficient we possibly can? How can we do the most for people in the community uh, and still be able to provide what we need? So, yeah, uh, you know, seven years ago, we had unfortunately closed our very large shelter that we had. And, of course, the rumor went out, oh, the Salvation Army's closing. No, we didn't close. We're, we're still here. And then three years ago, right at the beginning of COVID, we had to actually totally close our thrift store oh this is closing no we're not we're still here i do miss it i do too (laughs) i do too i really do uh but you know 
the services are still going. The need is still there. The people are still being helped. And you're right. I mean, the counseling, the utility assistance, the water assistance, the food pantry, uh, the long-term case management, we, we call it Pathway of Hope. Um, in fact, my wife and I yesterday, we have like nine families that are in our Pathway of Hope program, which is, again, it's long-term a year-long counseling to help clients find what their goals are and stop the cycle of poverty, okay? And so yesterday my wife and I were out visiting and dropping off Easter baskets to the nine or ten families that Aww. that uh, we have. So, you know, I mean, it's just all kinds of services are out there, let alone the emergency stuff that happens when floods and tornadoes and the emergency stuff that happens when people break down and the canteen run that goes out four nights a week and serves homeless that's why I said this is a plant show, but we could talk all, the whole time just on all the stuff we do. But, again, these plants that we're selling, that's what the money goes to, all of it. And uh, we're just so thankful. Now, we appreciate you guys so much. I mean, it's just you, you look around and there's so much need. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's never a lack of yeah. whether it's emotional or financial or housing or food or or anything that just gives a lift to somebody. Yeah. And, and that's one of the joys of being in the Army is that, Every Salvation Army you go to, and again, I know you guys serve in several, you have businesses in several different places where there are Salvation Army. Each one of them is slightly different because each community is slightly different. So we try to meet the needs that are happening right now. What is falling through the crack? What's not getting taken care of? Let's do that, okay? Um, Because it does take a village, it does take a team, and we try to partner with the other agencies in town. So we're always looking for how can we be the most effective here where we're serving. And I think that's great because, you know, in some ways it's like a business where you, you can't just say, well, this is what we're going to do and just say we're not going to have to adjust and make some changes. Yeah. Uh, if, if you happen to be in a community where there's some other great local resources that provide incredible services in a certain area, well, let's adapt what we're doing. Uh, and maybe it's different here than it is in Peoria. And we're going to mm-hmm. do this and do this instead. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, just to say, how can we be the most efficient? How can we serve the greatest number of people? Where's, there's a, where's a crack? Where's a gap? Where's somebody falling through that's not getting the help that they need? And that's what's refreshing to see that in an organization versus just saying, this is what we do. We don't do anything <laughs> other than this. Well, so, and, and, That's a good and, point. And again, you guys are great examples of that. I'm, I'm at a quote-unquote nursery plant store sitting in a furniture store. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this lovely furniture you have on sale here as well, in addition to all the wonderful plants. I mean, Prairie Gardens is a good example of you have to adapt to what the market is and, and meet those needs. So, yeah, yeah we, we try to do that. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think it's evident. So, again, we got a Salvation Army fundraiser going on today. It started yesterday afternoon. There are 10-inch pots of annuals. They're worth eh, 17 18 bucks, And um, they're on sale for $10. And the entire $10 goes to the Champaign County Salvation Army. So we sold 206 yesterday afternoon, and we'd like to sell another 354 today, hopefully, and then raise about 5,600 bucks with your help for the Champaign County Salvation Army. And that would help a lot of people. Yes, it would. Yeah, it would. Those are marked on special tables, right? They're so with signed the sign. out there in the big greenhouse that's attached to the store, you can't miss it. Can't okay. miss it or ask anybody where they're at, and we'd be happy to show them. Okay, good. All right. Yeah, thank you, Major. Yeah. Now, you said earlier, to get back to the plant section, this, that you had to play the in-out game. What are we talking about there? Well, it's, it's, it's cold, oh. um, and it's been unseasonably cold uh, all spring long. So, so things that are tender that don't like cool temperatures below 50 degrees or whatever perimeter we want to set on it, there's 
parts of days or entire days that they can go outside and stay outside but not be planted in their permanent home yet. And then there's some, they may have to be brought in and protected on cold days or most evenings. Well, again, for us novice, um, do these plants have to have lots of sunshine? So in other words, yes. is that why you have to take them out during the day? Yeah. These are designed to be outdoors where they have light levels and a light breeze and air circulation. They, so they want to be grown outdoors. So if I bought one of these planters, I would... Oh, probably have it outside here today when it gets above 45 or pushing the high today. But since it's going to be a cool day today and tomorrow, I'm going to be limited. But it's definitely coming in uh, in the evening, yeah, in the evening okay. uh, to be protected. But then by, what, Thursday or Friday, it might go out and stay out all day and maybe even in the evening. Um, uh, but So it's going to vary a little bit. But okay. Um, okay. So I'll have to play the in and out back and forth okay. kind of thing. I get it. I get it. All right. Yeah. That was a good question, though. It's a great question. Yeah. We should try and have a novice on the show all the time. <laughs> Ask well, you, you used I to thought serve. I was your novice. No, you used to serve. <laughs> oh, you, can't, you can't be anymore because you knew the name of that plant over there. Right. And I would have, I went, you you said what? Yeah, yeah. No. So you know the, you're getting to where you know the name. So you're above me now. There I was so proud of myself for that. <laughs> Yeah, she knows more than Moss. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> holding hey, out on us a little but bit. But I've only picked it up from listening to the plant experts. Right. So everybody uh, it certainly should call in because they have the answers to your questions. If you'd like to join the show, our phone number is 217-356-9397. That works out to 356-WDWS. Or you can text 351 5357 We had a great listener, regular listener, Rick from Villa Grove, who... Uh, called in yesterday because he's not available to listen to the show today or call in and so but anyway he wanted to make sure because he has peach trees out there and he's got a bumper crop of blossoms flowers on his peach trees so he called in to say hey this is a perfect time of year to thin out your blossoms oh oh yeah so you don't have too heavy a fruit production and get then small fruits uh, that aren't as usable so yeah he's suggesting to to remove as many blossoms as you can to say in the neighborhood of one every six inches or so so that way those remaining blossoms can pollinate set fruit and then you don't have to go through and try and remove the fruit later on as as it's developing the uh, fruit won't be competing with each other for the tree yeah the tree just can't support that much and you're apt to have broken branches and and other issues too smaller smaller fruit is the big thing that he's trying to prevent and so you can do it later on once the fruit sets, but if you can do it while it blossoms, and uh, then you just don't it's even just so eliminate hard. that. Because it looks so pretty right I, yeah, now. That's, I was just going to say, you wait till it's almost done. Okay. Petals are starting to drop on the ground. Then you go in and thin it out. Oh, thank you. So you can enjoy those. I The peach trees we have, uh, I think it's Reliance particularly, uh, is just blooming like crazy. There's They're a, so beautiful. One group of Reliance peaches you have out there that have so much fruit set on it already. I don't even want to talk about it because I'm going to have to go out there and cut that off. I just can't do that. <laughs> no, but it, it's so cool. And they they look like a, um, I don't know what they look like, but they're kind of, right now, they're more oval or elliptical shape. Um, almost a pear. Yeah. Almost um, like a little and, tiny pear. And they're, pear. they're about as large as the, uh, my pinky, 
the tip of my pinky, I guess. Yeah, it's right kind of cool. What's this fun little fuzzy, little fuzzy guys out that there. That is cool. Can you imagine kids watching that grow? Oh my gosh, what fun! That would be awesome. We were talking yeah. about Asian pears recently, and my husband was curious uh, about it because he had never heard of them or has tried to eat them. So, are they kind of close to small apples? Well, they're not necessarily Size small. Size-wise, or um, they're not pear-shaped. Okay. I, uh, I, I thought I brought some in here for the show one time. You did? Maybe, yeah. We probably ate it before she got oh, it. Oh, that's probably yeah. what it was. So, Marianne, describe those Asian pears. Um, they're not pear-shaped, first of all. they uh, more rounded like an apple, maybe a little bit bigger than most apples you'd find uh, being produced in a home garden. Okay. Uh, but the, the texture is probably uh, a little smoother. And from... What Steve said, the varieties that he planted last year, very, very sweet. Hmm. And rather easy to grow. Uh, simple and so reliable. Okay. Um, we didn't do a good job of thinning ours last year, so they were probably a little bit smaller than we would have liked. But as far as taste, they were incredible. And they were still certainly completely functional for everything that we would want because we pretty much use them for fresh eating. Well, the ones you brought in were great, weren't yeah, they? They're, yeah, they're just a, it's a really unique flavor, but yeah. it's it's fantastic. It, it tastes like a pear, but not really. Kind of pear-apple yeah, combination. It, it, re- it really is. It's huh. not as tart as most apples, uh, but it would be sweet like some of the sweeter apples would be, and the and the texture is just, uh, I, I prefer it compared to a regular pear, and I would rather have those than an apple. And uh, so the, so, so the texture is better because again, that in my household, that's the, that's always the battle, because texture. we lived one house, one of the places where we happened to live, we had pear trees, and so I would go out and take care of the pear trees because I love pears. Yeah, my so. wife hates the texture of pears. Yeah. That's the only thing. The, yeah, she doesn't she, mind the flavor, but the texture yeah. I agree. So these have a better texture, a smoother texture. Smoother. Yeah, I, they're, um, you know, a pear is either a little bit harder to bite into or it's so darn soft mm-hmm. i mean it's yeah. like melted yeah. butter it's one or the other and i think these have a texture that's more in between the yeah. two if you will um Marianne mm. has the best selection we've ever had i think yeah. she's got four or five varieties i have four varieties varieties and one species well i have two questions about that and, okay. and then we'll go to the phone lines uh how old does the, does it need to be in order to bear They'll be bearing fruit this fruit. year. And when you guys sell it, how old is it? I think the ones, mostly the ones we have are probably over three years old. Okay. Uh, some a little older. Okay. And that, so a but little over three they'll, years. They'll be bearing fruit this year. Oh, for sure. Wow. We routinely I mean, have fruit to pick up off of the ground out here. That chase the squirrels away. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you were really going to do it the proper way, you'd probably take all the fruit off the tree just so the tree could put its energy into establishing itself Exactly. this year. I mean, I'm not saying prune the tree. I'm just saying remove the small fruits and let the tree establish itself. But okay. who's Who going to do, do that? Who's going to do that? It's, it's like yeah. cutting off the first tree peony flower before it ever co- oh. opens up. I mean, who's going to do that? Yeah, you can't do no. that. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number for... Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live, and Norm is calling in from Champaign with a question. Hey, good morning, Norm. Good morning, and I hope you're all having a good weekend. Thank you so much. So far, so good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my question happens to be, 
Uh, well, it, let me, I need to explain a little bit. Uh, I mow the lawn for myself and my next door neighbor. And we, she has a real hard time growing grass underneath a maple tree. And I have a calorie pear that I have, and it wouldn't grow grass under it either. I, I solved that problem by putting a short wall around it. And my wife filled it with hostas. So we have a hosta garden underneath our uh, pear tree. Smart. What can we do to help her to get some grass to grow under her maple tree? Or is it a foregone conclusion that we can't and so might as well do what I did? You are correct. Uh, <laughs> well, we're all sitting here shaking our heads. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, It's going to be a, a, a full-time job keeping up with that. And, and pretty difficult. Yeah. Yeah, futile. Right? Let's just be honest. I mean, forget you've already found the right solution. And I think if you do what uh, you were saying, Norm, the key to me would be not to build a wall and just dump six inches of soil inside the, the wall and raise the soil level up immediately around that um, maple tree. That's in this exactly particular what we case. did. Yeah. That's, I, that's exactly what we did. And it, 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 may, it looks nice, but. You know, I still have some problem areas where the tree has grown out a little further, but I can deal with those. In a perfect world, if you if you want to raise the soil level around any established tree, you'll do it gradually. Um, and so mm-hmm. you might you might consider two or three inches of soil in a season, and then make a and, and take a couple years to get there uh, uh, mm-hmm. doing it versus filling it immediately. And that way, the roots have a chance to react. Uh, they can grow a little bit higher closer to the surface they can still get the air that they need Uh, but sometimes if you bury them you can start to cause problems and even sometimes they're latent problems that you wouldn't even see for maybe a few years several years yeah Yeah. that's exactly right so Uh, you just have to be careful about the depth she'd had a second maple tree and this last summer i had to dig out a whole bunch of fungus that were growing along the roots heading toward the other tree Wow. You know, the real low-growing, hard, fibrous uh, fungus. That's just such a kind thing for you to do, first of all, before they mm-hmm. answer. That, to take care of somebody, you know, your neighbors like that. Uh, that just takes a huge heart. And I thank you for that. That's awesome. <laughs> and if, you, if, if for some reason building a wall is not practical, then, you know, you could just edge it and mulch it mulch, and not build yeah. it up. Yeah, I think uh, I think share your hostas with her over time. Sure, I think you can effectively, without building the wall, you can you can make it look aesthetically pleasing by by adding mulch. Uh, yeah, maybe do a couple small gardens under there. But uh, when you do that, you know you have to uh, keep up with some watering during the yeah. season because those tree roots are mm-hmm. taking all that moisture away. But and that's part of the problem is the competition between the the really shallow root systems of maple trees because they are shallow very close to the surface and then the canopy of the tree which creates the shade Um, not many grasses some grasses are tolerant of shade they're not grown in the shade but they're tolerant of shade so you can sometimes um, under other kinds of trees get uh, grasses to grow but wow also, really uh, I've seen effectively uh, you can do some container gardening under there. Oh, for sure. And also uh, maybe consider putting a, a bench. Maybe you can sit in the shade during I'm the summer. I'm thinking a hammock. There you a go. Hammock, yeah. Ooh. A yeah. bird bath so that the birds can be in the shade while they're getting a drink of water. Oh, sure. that's nice. Sure. Yeah. 
Boy, you guys all have right. all well, sorts of Well, thank you very much. Ideas. Well, yep. Good. Not a problem. But thank you so much for calling in, Norman. I hope some of those suggestions do the trick for you. Good job. Thank you very much. Thanks, Norman. Bye now. Right. Take care. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, and you can text us at three five one five three five seven. We do have a text, and uh, somebody is writing in that they remember when the store was called Wandells, and they're just wondering for a quick story of how the the it came around to be Prairie Gardens. Well, it was actually Jeff Wandells Prairie Gardens. Ah. In, in 1964, when it was established, and I think, like so many things, you know, a name gets shortened in casual conversation. Like we'll often for, refer to internally Prairie Gardens to SPG. Yeah. Uh, or, or well, and or before that, even his father was very much into uh, agriculture and growing trees and whatnot. So yes, his, his dad had a, a, a commercial wholesale nursery uh, called Wandell's Nursery. And that's probably, and, and then there's some some tie into that as well. But yeah, it's been Prairie Gardens since the beginning, since 1964. It's just that uh, we, in fact, we have the original delivery van that's been sawed lengthwise. <laughs> I love uh, that. And that you might see propped up by the tower, and on that, Wandell, on the van, it says Jeff Wandell's Prairie Gardens. Uh, Neat. So yeah, so it's, and then, and I then th- I think. You know, probably by the late 60s, there wasn't a name associated with it. It was just Prairie Gardens, but things stick. Okay. Yeah. So just, Brian just handed me a note. It says that we have a customer that came from Hoopston to buy 10 of these uh, Salvation Army. Awesome. That's wonderful. So that's 100 that, bucks, kids. Yeah, seriously. That's pretty cool. That's, that's right to the so Champaign awesome. County Salvation thank Army. You, thank you. Thank you, thank you, people, for responding. I just, yesterday just blew me away, and I hope it's like that today. Blow me away, guys. I might just have to take the ones that you brought to the table because the they're yours, table honey. There, I'll put them in a basket for I you. I don't know if there will be any left. No, I think great. there will be. We, again, we have 354 to sell today. So. Well, it, kudos to Prairie 344. Gardens. Yeah, 344. Yep. No, you're right. I, I know that Major Randy Summit kind of touched upon this, but I will, too, that uh, you here at Prairie Gardens, you're truly like a family, and you really think about – uh, everybody on the outside that are still in our community. And you've always been wonderful at doing fundraisers for Prairie Gardens, for CASA, for all of these wonderful nonprofit uh, organizations locally that do so much. Yeah. So I just want to say that's wonderful and thank you. Well, thank you. I, yeah, the, I guess the part that I'm um, most pleased with is there's no hesitation amongst our team. I mean, it'd be real easy to say it's been a really a cold, wet spring. You know, it's been tough so far. The sales aren't there yet uh, because of the weather. And, you know, have, people haven't been able to get out and do something. So it's easy to say, well, let's just promote them and sell them and not try and make it benefit somebody else. But there's no hesitation to say, well, yeah, who cares if, if we're, you know, we're digging a deep hole with the crappy weather that we've had. Let's just do a fundraiser for the South Asian Army because no matter what, there's always individuals who need it a lot more. Absolutely. Uh, and so that's, that's the best part to me. Well, and from yep. my side, as, as the organization that's benefiting from this wonderful fundraiser, I'm hoping that it also is driving other business into the store, that when they come to buy one of those, then they'll see something else and say, oh, I need some of that too, and I need some of that. I mean, I really am hoping that because, again, partners like you is what, 
helps keep us alive. And so supporting the business and keeping the business here for years and years and decades and decades to come we will only that. help us. I mean, I don't want to say that too selfishly, but no, no. you guys are such a wonderful partner. And as you said, it's not just the Salvation Army. It's other agencies in the area that we well, all really appreciate yeah. and uh, want to support the business as well. So well, thank yeah. you. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, if you go into it with the right intentions, mm-hmm. you're going to come out okay. Yep. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, because I think a lot of people that came in just come in and want to support the Salvation Army, buy the pots, and they're on their way, yeah. you know, and that's okay. You know, Absolutely. that's that's what we're trying to do. So. Absolutely. Anyway, mm-hmm. 10 bucks um, for these 10-inch plants, uh, this coleus and some petunias and some combo pots they're worth about 18 bucks or so on sale for 10 bucks and the entire 10 dollars goes to the local champaign county salvation army so this little i want to call it a fern thing over here coleus (laughs) that ferny thing all right (laughs) how long do they live okay so let's say i leave them in the pots and i and i have them on the porch during the summer if i bring them in in the fall will they live through the winter inside as long as i'm taking care of them, or do they really have to have a ton of sunshine to stay living the coleus of the of the different options here would have the greatest chance of making it through the winter inside your home if you had a bright and direct light uh, even a little bit of direct light in the winter ish uh, ish um, you probably could keep it alive uh, the other ones, yeah. you'd have to have a greenhouse uh, conditions for the other ones. To I make don't have one. And so, yeah, n- you don't n- either? Okay. Me neither, no. We, so, did a, we used to have a raised garden when we first moved here. Perfect. Somebody had put in this wonderful, like, 10 feet wide, 20 foot long wow. uh, raised garden, but nobody had touched it. So it was a wonderful weed area. Nice. Oh, those uh, were nice. So, and, and, yeah, so Randy, Randy took it out. And now it's just a nice lawn uh, okay. <laughs> because we're low maintenance people. But yeah, so, but, so yeah, I just wondered how long would they last, but definitely through all the summer into the fall, oh, yeah. sure. easily make that. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, you know, and if, if I was trying to maximize it, um, I would certainly be fertilizing it a lot. Okay. Uh, I would consider planting it in a larger pot uh, just to help it get through that time because I think, you know, a 10-inch pot's not small, but it's certainly not giving you a whole lot of extra fudge factor for yep. watering yep. during the dog days yep. of the summer. Yep. Yeah. But, man, there's a lot of color right now. Mm-hmm. Just real nice. Yeah, and I wouldn't be put quick to put it in a bigger pot now because if I'm going in and out, like we talked oh, about, yeah. you know, this is the More right this care. is the right size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah those will those will be beautiful later on in a few weeks. Uh, they'll expand, and, and I would consider it absolutely going to a larger pot. You could even, you know, f- for those of us who have really large pots to fill. Who would that be? I don't. Know. I know you do. Not like you. Just get a couple of these, and you filled a pie. You have, and oh I didn't even yeah. think about uh, something like that one. That's the petunias using that as your your low spiller and, yeah. and filler, and then buy something else taller that's going to come up in the center. Exactly, one of those palm trees. Mm-hmm. So, kids, what's going on out there in the uh, attached greenhouses? And not then we'll talk about the shrub tree and shrub area. What's going on? Yeah, much. the <laughs> we're just. It uh, doesn't feel like not much. No. No, we're uh, we're uh, certainly expanding uh, our selection of annuals, which is fantastic. Uh, we have a great selection of of starting with the vegetables and oh, yeah. herbs. 
Yep. Yep. That time of year. And so you have just about every Chef Jeff vegetable I think uh, we for do. the season Pretty out close. there now. And again, you could buy them now, play the in and out game on that. The only the only vegetables you're probably planting now because of the cool temperatures are the coal crops, the broccoli and cabbage and cauliflower oh. and kale and Brussels sprouts and that kind of stuff or seeds. You could plant spinach and lettuce and radishes and carrots and of course onions and potatoes and it's all too that wet stuff. to do that, but yes, you can. Yeah. If you had a raised bed like Randy used like to have. Randy used yeah. to have, uh, yes. Uh, you could you could do something like that. Yeah, but you have raised beds. You're the raised bed king of Illinois, I think. Mr. Brown. I'm glad you've never seen them. <laughs> oh. So we can keep this <laughs> myth alive. <laughs> Because in my imagination, they are just, they're constructed perfectly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every every day you go out to the garden, you have to put on uh, a rolled up, crumpled, weathered denim shirt <laughs> because the garden's so pristine. It has and to you be, have your straw yeah. hat on. Yeah, you have yeah, to. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, long yeah, way away. Yeah, yeah. So picturesque. Exactly, exactly. From 70 miles an hour, like, just like that. <laughs> but but you but, know what 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 you sh- but but I think this is a great time to get your selection because oh absolutely and and have it ready when you when you can put it out because they might be gone when well, you're ready for it. Sometimes things are not available. You well, know, they we, come in and then we uh, know what's going to happen. We we like early springs and gradual springs. It just makes it easier to accommodate yep. and have everything for customers because they buy over time and you can replenish over time and there's not some panic uh, this spring has not been that way so there's going to be a really intense two and a half or three week period once it finally warms up and just thinking that that plant is wherever it is and it's got to be in that customer's cart and just the supply chain logistics of all of that yeah and i don't care if it's something we're growing back in our greenhouse it's just the supply chain logistics of even getting it brought up fast enough yeah. is going to be challenging. So um, uh, I, I agree that if you have the capability to move it in and out and you can give it a proper growing conditions here uh, to buy it early and just yeah, pick have it, it staged and waiting. Yeah. Yep. So we were talking about that a couple of days ago about uh, digging because I know you said you had some more digging to do. But um, in my yard, it, which drains differently everywhere, there were several places that were dry enough or settled enough to actually dig in. That was, uh, that that was, was before, before the rain. <laughs> before the inch of rain. So got, if yeah. I'd had plants right there and ready to go, I could have put, put them in the ground. Yeah. But I didn't. So yeah. Yeah. I missed it again. Inch and a half of rain is what yeah. I got the, a couple yeah. days ago. So. Hopefully some of that wind yeah. will help dry it out. Yeah. That's that's the only good part about the wind. There's nothing else good about it, I oh. don't think. <laughs> I agree. So, well, I will encourage friends, though, because we have family that live north. So oh, yeah? we got an inch and a half of rain, and that was a lot of rain. But yeah. they got 32 inches of snow in oh, North Dakota. Oh, my gosh. There's always something <laughs> to be thankful for. Yeah, so there? we could be thankful only Absolutely. an inch and a half of rain. Yeah. <laughs> I am totally totally thankful so we have an incredible selection of perennials right now oh my gosh oh i saw your cherry trees blooming when i was out here last saturday they were so pretty but herbaceous perennials you just got hostas i'm going why are those hostas over here and over here and marion says because our selection's so incredible we couldn't fit it into the one greenhouse i have never had that happen Uh, not this well not any time of year but we had one house greenhouse do- devoted to just hosta, 
And Denise filled that up and had to go into another greenhouse and filled it half up. You have so many so cool varieties. That's, that's the whole issue. I was able to get a hold of a couple of uh, vendors that had some really new stuff in the market. It's like, yeah, why not? Neat. Of course, I won't have room for anything else. But Yeah, know. it's like there's only Hosta and Huker in that house, and there's nothing else. Nothing it's else. It's like, oh, it's a shade burn hills left to be going outside underneath shade cloth instead. Yep. That, now, know. that's what you put in the shade of a tree. If you can get into oh, the ground, if the yeah. roots aren't too bad like they were with the uh, earlier collar, just that's what you put under them. Um, hostas. The, yep. ho- the novice again. There are different hostesses. I thought a hostess was a hostess was a hostess. A hostess, a hostess, a hostess. You sound like a non-hosta person. Well, no, <laughs> my wife one? loves them. We have the, the, the higher side of our house. And you're right when you said the, the, the gentleman who called early, Norm, you can share some of yours. Because by the next year, yeah, trust me, there'll be plenty to share. That I did oh, learn. Oh, for sure. Okay. Oh, I, did, quick, I huh? do know that about hostess. It's so, like, yeah, ooh, wow. I, I have people tell me, yeah, there's a green one and there's a, a green and white one and there's a blue one. Oh, wow. Uh, but there's a – so I've been in that – phase of the business for over 40 years. I know that's hard to believe because I'm only 40 years old. I know. Um, There started out to be maybe two or three dozen varieties in the market. Hmm. Two or three dozen. Now there's two or three or four or five thousand varieties i can't i can't keep up with them um belonging to the hosta society i'm a master judge and i used to know them all but not anymore. How could you? Can it's you just share? too many. Uh, you can't. There's too many. Randy, you need to hear just how careful these people are with their hostas when they're going to a competition. I was, oh. saying, I was amazed by the word hostas and judge together. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, there's, there's a competition for hostas? You name the genus of plant and there's a competition, believe me. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, yes, we, p- people, um, we have... There's conventions, national conventions. People come from all over the Sounds country. Sounds like a wild group, all, huh? All, all, over, yeah. all over the world, actually. But uh, they'll cut leaves, the most perfect leaf on a, on a clump sure. of pasta, um, groom it, which means cleaning it without taking off, if it's a blue one, without taking off the uh, the kind of a, a glaucous mm-hmm. finish on okay. it. Okay. Because that actually washes off over time, certainly. But if you... If you start wiping it, that wipes off. So they're very careful. They pack them very carefully, whether mm-hmm. they're on uh, airplane. I've had people bring them on airplanes. Wow. And, and then there's a room full of vases that uh, the leaves are placed in. And then groups of people go through judges that mm-hmm. go through training. And they pick the most perfect one. Wow. And when people are on an airplane, tell me true, has somebody ever bought the, the hosta its own seat? I've never heard of anybody doing that, but that wouldn't surprise me <laughs> at all. Well, I did know, because I, I do know that people who are serious about anything, yes, they get very serious oh, about the, it. The Rose Society, oh, oh sure. my gosh, Daylily Society. I mean, there's a society for every kind of genes. Yeah, orchids, so. I know that. I know they oh, have a, Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Is there oh, a support group for these people? Yes, there is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Again, another service to Salvation Army can offer. You see a gap? Yeah, I see, I'm, I'm seeing the gap. Yes, I do. I'll be Actually, your first member. <laughs> you mentioned orchids. Today is Orchid Day. Oh, yeah. oh, really? So there you go. And I think you might have a few out here at Prairie Gardens. They're yeah. looking at each we other. Have a few. Oh, I'm trying to think where they're at. Yeah. <laughs> see, you're, you're so busy out I, I in the greenhouse. I know where they are. It's <laughs> walking by them every day. And That's right. Yeah. Thinking yeah. of something else. So Cravo-wise, yeah. you've yeah. got 
t- almost every vegetable conceivable yep. out there right yep. now. Herbs, incredible selection. Annuals, just about everything, I believe. It's Shady it's a pretty great, you're, great selection. You're getting yeah. there. And then out in the tree and shrub area, in the perennial area, you said the perennials are incredible, but oh, great trees selection. and shrubs, like 95, 99% in? 90, about 99%. And fruit trees, bushes, it just, it's great. Best selection by ever. far ever of fruit trees and berry bushes. And, and We have strawberries, uh, bare root strawberries, bare root asparagus. We're ready. Let's get on with spring. Yeah. Yep. I know I promised it. I guaranteed it last week, spring. Oh, yeah. And I was wrong. You said two days. I was wrong. What up, Marianne? I know. <laughs> I was wrong. It's this week. I tell you, I'm Good. still really curious about the blueberries that you can grow in a container. I That excited me, learning that last week. It, it's like every other thing that's being hybridized. It's like we have smaller gardens. So there's the narrow tree or the dwarf shrub. So that basically that's what the blueberries, some of the blueberries being hybridized now are being bred for is, is compactness so that they fit into a container. They do quite well. And to me, it would be lots easier to control the pH because oh. blueberries need a, a, a little higher By pH. Far. So um, That's a great and point. And, man, if you've got the right container and you can leave it. I, I did one for, oh, I think it was four or five years uh, just because I wanted the fall color. I thought, you know, blueberries have a, a beautiful fall coloration in their really? leaves. And the birds loved the blueberries. I don't think you ever got to taste one. <laughs> and so. are, are some of those varieties a little bit more self-fertile, too, that are yes, they are. for these dwarf I, containers? I only had one blueberry bush in my backyard, and it was just prolific. Yeah. So, yes. That's wonderful. That's pretty cool. Are they doing the same thing with raspberries? Oh, yeah. yeah. Fabulous. And a lot of those dwarf raspberries and... Uh, blackberries appear to be oh, thornless. I mean, they're not touting yes. on the tags, but I'm not seeing but any thorns are. on them at all. So that's another I forgot plus plus great attribute. When you asked me the yes. other day, I actually looked it up, Steve, and they are. Okay. <laughs> they're thornless. Yeah, which is even better. Heck yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, everybody can be eating so healthy if they just came shopping at Prairie Gardens. And, and get it yourself. Up. Yeah. And I, oh. it just is so exciting to see kids react to some of these things. So you've got a, 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 a tub full of, of blueberries or raspberries, and they watch them come. Oh, that, they don't just come from the grocery store. Right. See? Yeah. Well, yeah. We've been given so many blessings. That's that's so cool to see. Uh, yesterday I had a, a, a lady in with her two children, and they were in the vegetable an herb area and then you know she was explaining about you know what are we gonna what are we gonna get and we're gonna grow it and it's they were so it was so cute or watching that kids pick out a parent will say you pick out one yeah it's just yeah. so it's just so cool you could come together with a put together a pizza kit and have some oregano in there and some tomatoes and Various things that you could mushrooms. Well, okay, maybe not mushrooms. Okay, Mary, today we're going to grow our own pizza. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it's it. a tree. I like it. <laughs> thank you very much. Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah, yes, happy, happy Easter. Easter. Thank you. Happy Easter, Easter everyone. And thank you. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. come in for the Salvation Army fundraiser. These ten pots of annuals, only ten bucks. Hundred percent of the ten bucks goes to the Champaign County Salvation Army. And hopefully we'll run out today. So we're open until yeah, 6 today, so come on out and see okay, us. Okay, good. Are you open tomorrow? We are Easter? closed tomorrow, Easter. Thank you for asking. Good. Well, good for your employees. I'm glad they can enjoy it. 
You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with our plant experts, Mary Ann Metz, Steve Brown, and John Weisgarver. And a big thanks to our special guest today, Major Andy Summit with the Salvation Army. You can listen to a podcast of our show later today at WDWS.com, and you can also listen to previous shows there. Just click on Multimedia. A huge thanks to our producer, Dave Leak. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Happy Easter! Come see what's new inside the greenhouses at Prairie Gardens. Boston Fern and Hibiscus are only $16.97. Tropical bloomers, including Mandevilla, Gardenias, and more, are 25% off. Prairie Gardens has a super deal on perennials and big one-half-gallon pots, now only $5.97. Choose from coneflowers, butterfly bush, lilies, hostas, and more. Dianthus are 30% off, and some of your favorite peony varieties are now 40% off. Prairie Gardens, locally owned. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and boutique.